Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Are we recording? Yes, I'm recording. I am too, and I'm 45, 35 into the report. Alright, here we go. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. Hi, I'm Steve, and here with me is Andy. Hello. Kevin couldn't make it today. He's on vacation, so he'll be missing this week's episode. Soaking up the sun down in uh, Florida. I know. He's teasing us with that eight-degree weather or so down there. I know. He <sighs> sucks. He sucks. Just for yeah. the record. <laughs> yes, for the record, he does, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is episode 154, Day of Financial Chaos. That's yep. a weird name, huh? It, it is. I wonder what we're going to talk about. Um. Probably me being dumb and spending all my money on Black Friday. Mm, that's probably part of it for sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's catch up with everyone's weekend. Since you're going to kind of go into the Black Friday goodies yeah. and stuff. Um, Why don't you go first? Yeah, I'll go first here. So uh, I got my Goblin 500 order in. Thank you, BK Hobbies, for getting that out to me as soon as I put the order in. It's super quick from them. Mm -hmm. um, so... I got that stuff in today, and I already got my helicopter fixed. Like I said, it was just skids and put on some blades, and that was it. So um, very uneventful. Uh, I did this past weekend, or I, I guess it was last week, but I didn't really mention it on last week's show. I went to the local hobby shop by me, and oh, God, I just, I just don't know how to not spend money. I really don't. <laughs> I, I know, you know, it's just, it's funny because people make jokes like, oh, what did Steve buy this week? But right. I mean, seriously, like, I don't know. I probably dropped around like 450 bucks, 500 bucks. And I bought mm -hmm. two RC cars. Why? Because I have a half a dozen RC cars in the garage that I don't use. I have no uh -huh. idea. I have no <laughs> idea. I'm, I'm freaking insane. You're like an addict. Yes. Yes. I'm totally an addict in this hobby. Which uh -huh. is supporting a hobby, so, you know, uh -huh. you're welcome. Yeah, it's, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, it's okay, so what did I get? I got this uh, Tamiya RC buggy. Mm -hmm. It's it's called a Kumamon edition, and it's basically like a little open wheel um, sand dune buggy kind of deal. Okay, a dune like buggy. a dune buggy. Like yeah. a sand rail, they call them, or a sand dune buggy? Yeah, dune buggy, right? With mm -hmm. open cockpit, roll cage in the back, but it has like this panda bear or this not a panda bear, sorry. It's a it's a black bear with like red cheeks, and it's actually something from Japan. It's like a, a like a mascot for their government. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, you know how like we have like our political party mascots. Mm -hmm. I guess it's something like that for them. But yeah. uh, I thought it was very cute, and I thought you know my daughter would enjoy building it. Yeah, and, sure. And she really enjoyed building the last RC car that we, we bought together. Mm -hmm. The um that was it the amp, MT or whatever whatever it mm -hmm. is from that uh, Horizon Hobby company, um, so I figured okay let me get this Tamiya kit and have her build it and one thing about the Tamiya kits I want to mention is they're kind of hard to screw like the screws into the plastic, mm -hmm. you know you need to give a little elbow grease and you know I'm talking about a you know ten year old daughter so so. Right. A lot of times she would start to screw, but I wouldn't be able to screw it all the way in. So I kind of finished it off for her. But yeah, she built pretty much, I would say, 85% of it. Okay, cool. So so that's cool. And then I also bought, and this is actually a pretty cool truck, which I think I should have bought before I bought my um, FJ Cruiser. But the Axial CSX10. CSX mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. uh, version two. And okay. it's the uh, raw builder's kit. So it's a full-on kit. Nothing's built. Um, no body, no wheels. So I had to buy that separate. No motor, no electronics at all. Wow. So the hobby shop I bought it from, I, I also got a... It was like um out-of-package... Um, but it's like brand new um, Axio crawling motor, and, okay. you know, like a brush motor. That yeah, you know, I was gonna say is this kit. It's a crawler truck, right? Yeah, it's a trail rider, but okay. they they it could still do some crawling. It does have some articulation with the this, this suspension, but it's mainly mm-hmm. like a trail riding kind of like you go through the woods and trails for it. Okay, I got you. But it, you know, it's like the standard frame rails and stuff, like a real truck. So it's it's real nice, mm-hmm. and and so it's it's funny because. So I got it with the motor and axial ESC, and so like I think that total combined was like forty bucks. It wasn't nothing compared. And the kit was only two hundred bucks, mm-hmm. um, and I built it in like a day, and it was super quick. I, get, <laughs> I had an OBK eight thousand one servo. There goes my yeah. steering servo. Put that in there. I had an extra receiver for my uh, FlySky little four channel ground transmitter. So I got that thrown in there and got it built, and it was all running in like a day and a half, mm-hmm. um, which was awesome. But then. I need to go buy a body. So this past weekend, I went and bought, I went back to the hobby shop and I brought the RC truck because now I wanted to size up a body for it. Right. So I ended up getting a JC Concept F-150 Raptor body. Okay. Which, you know, I've been, that's kind of the pickup truck I really like. So Mm -hmm. I ended up getting one and then I got some, you know, like beadlock tires, some RC four-wheel drive tires, all this stuff. That shit came out to be more money than the freaking <laughs> truck. Like I spent like oh, almost three hundred dollars just on that stuff with the paint yeah. and the, you know, like what else did I get? What is that? That fast mask stuff. What is it here? Uh, the liquid mask that you use okay. to like, you know, kind of mask off the interior so you could do your your different, you know, colors and spray and shit. Right. <sighs> Yeah. So, so the the body is that like the clear? Yeah, it's uh, a just clear blank, and then yep. you got to paint it and stuff. Okay. Yes, it's a clear right. Lexan, and it was cool because the guy at the hobby shop was like, "Oh, you know, you should do. You should paint this color on the inside like you normally do." But for like any of the the truck bed, the uh, the wheel f- uh, fenders, um, and what's like the bumpers and stuff, you should paint it on the outside, and use this um, matte uh, clear spray. And I gotta say, I did that, and it looks freaking fantastic. Like the body has the like clear coat look of you know you know when you do uh, oh, okay. pop, you know whatever it is I called the uh, Lexan bodies when you paint right. it from the inside it has that clear coat look right the very right. shiny glossy look. Mm-hmm. But then the bed and like your you know it has the vents on the hood and everything right. Right. and the, and the wheel flares uh, looks you know. like a rubber. Yeah, uh, it looks like plastic because it's it's yeah. matte, mm-hmm. so it looks yeah. real cool. I'll, I'll that post is a, a picture. Cool idea. I'll post a picture of it on the, the podcast uh, once uh, once this episode yeah, is released. Yeah, I'd like but... to see that. That sounds cool. Yeah, so the next thing I got to do is I got to kind of finish off the stickers. And I, I want to try to install some lights on the body and kind of get a little more. Uh, I want to get like a roof rack or not a roof mm-hmm. rack, but like a bar light. Mm-hmm. And kind of, you know, make it outdoorsy, rugged, like, you know, uh, look to it. So. Right. But yeah, I dropped a lot of money on that, <laughs> you know. And, and I was just thinking to myself, like I built it and sitting here, I'm like, okay, I'm done. Now what? <laughs> mm-hmm. so, I just I imagine the owner of the hobby shop when you walk in the door, he's like tapping his fingers together, like there's that Steve guy. Uh-huh. It's gonna be a good day today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, it's crazy. 
I'm I'm one of those idiots that like spends money like this, but I want to go back and buy another truck because they have the Tamiya um, semi, those rigs, the semi trailers, like the, the oh yeah, the yeah, tractor yeah. trailers, right? Mm-hmm. The the crazy five six hundred dollar kits that have like a three speed transmission. You can buy like an audio kit for it. It's a six wheel right. drive kind of deal, you know, like crazy right. setup. And I'm wow. I, I'm thinking about buying one. I don't know. I should it. I should it. <laughs> but yeah. uh, that's cool though. So, anyways, Kevin, what have you been up to? Oh wait, you're not here. <laughs> Insert crickets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, Andy, how's your week been? <laughs> oh man, I've been doing all kinds of stuff. All my Black Friday goodies come in, uh, which we'll talk about in a few minutes. I got my night radiant that I ordered a couple of weeks ago, um, put it all together, uh, was able to maiden it Saturday morning. Oh, damn you. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You haven't made no, yours. No, have I haven't. It's been too windy or something stopping me from me. I don't know. <laughs> it, it flies just like my other radian and it flies, flies good. You know what it was? Why I didn't maiden it the last time I went to the field, which I was going to, I started putting it together. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I mentioned it on the show or not, but I went to the field and I did my, you know, this was like last Wednesday, the, the day before Thanksgiving. I was right. doing those flights and the wind wasn't too bad. It was gusty at times, but it wasn't too bad. I started putting it together. I'm like, why is the wings flexing so much? I'm like, dang it. I oh, left the damn spar at home. Spar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but, oh man. So how did it go? You said it flies just like the, uh, yeah, the standard it, one? It flies good. Uh, I ended up with the CG a little bit more aft than what Kevin was recommending. I think he said three inches. Mm-hmm. Uh, the book calls for two and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up with like three and a quarter, three and three eighths. Okay. Um, I just, I couldn't get the battery, uh, forward enough to bring the cg up anymore and it flies good there so i'm just not gonna worry about it yeah so um, it doesn't have any weird like um nose heavy tendencies or anything no 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 it's um no it seems to fly well you said wait sorry you said you put yeah, the battery yeah, on it for no, so it'd be tail heavy yeah tail heavy yeah so it'd be tail no heavy. no not really i mean i kind of trim it for gliding motor off mm-hmm. uh, so it climbs a little bit when you go uh, full throttle, yeah, but that's I just fine. mix in a little bit of down elevator with the throttle, so that takes mm-hmm. care of that. Yeah, and uh, and it's a it's a glider, so it's I don't care that it climbs with the motor because no. most of the flying I do with those things is motor off. Right, right. Like mm-hmm. uh, uh, the maiden flight, I think I run the battery five minutes. I had a fifteen fifty three cell. Okay. And I ended up with like a 22, 23-minute flight because I just wow. climb up and then glider, you know, just putter around and then uh, climb up and do it again. So, that and that's the, I mean, that's kind of what they're for. I mean, I, I did a few circuits and did some inverted stuff to, to see how it would handle it. And mm-hmm. um, it's fine. I mean, it's just a big, slow, graceful radian. It's, you're not going to do any... Uh, uh, serious acrobatics with it but it's fun i've cruised around a little bit didn't really have any issues i didn't really mess with the lights because it was in the morning oh, okay so did you even plug them in or no yeah i plugged them in and played okay. with them in the house but i didn't uh fly with them because okay. it was uh it was daylight 
And uh, but see, this was early Saturday morning, and by the time I landed, the wind started picking up, mm-hmm. and the wind blew just super, super heavy all the rest of Saturday and all day Sunday, which was kind of annoying. Yeah. But uh, so I only put one flight on it. I just want to make sure everything was good. Just kind of do the maiden. Yep. But it worked out well. Let's see. Um, I did a bunch of work on the camper. Uh, to get it ready for Florida. Nice. Got all the helis in there, hung up, uh, secured with some uh, bungee things, ball bungee, uh, and they seemed to work well. Had to redo the bed. It it had the mattress that that come with it was just really, really shitty. Yeah. So I just chucked that thing out and put a new mattress in. Now, this is like the the queen-size bed that's on, like, the front of the the camper, right? Correct. The little bedroom there? Okay. front. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's weird. It's a it's a queen short, so it's like four inches shorter than a normal queen. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's really stupid. I hate the way they do that because my feet hang off the edge. Cause I'm uh, I'm like six two. Yeah, you're gonna have to sleep diagonal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Got all the bedding in there. Girlfriend was here over the weekend, so she cleaned everything up and you know just got everything so i i'd be ready to go now unfortunately there's about a 90 percent chance that i'm not going to get to go to torches which sucks yeah really really bad i've i'm not completely discounting it yet today's tuesday this is going to come out what thursday night friday i might be on the road uh when you guys are hearing this i might be there even for just a day okay um but i'm probably won't the weather's just really been bad and it looks like my one chance in the last two weeks to get some harvesting done is going to be thursday and friday so if that's the case unfortunately i just won't be able to leave and it sucks it really really sucks because i was looking forward to this for months now but it is what it is yep do much about it i put the uh the v-bar neo on the 516 oh, yeah. and remade it mm-hmm. uh, i've put about five flats on it so far just briefly i'm curious on your your take on it now i'll just gonna ask you a couple of questions so what was like sure. what was your initial impressions on just setting it up like now that you do everything from the transmitter like natively you know it's not like a jetty with like an add-on kind of weird programming that interfaces with the the you know your the icons brain. or brain right brain, yeah you know like this is native this is like they built this and designed it for the neo so how did that kind of user experience it actually took me a lot longer sure. than it did first time right the brain mm-hmm. yeah it's first time so i had to figure out what was what and what mm-hmm. went where and all that kind of stuff yep yep honestly i didn't see it to be all that much easier than using the jetty okay the, the one thing that uh, you have to do, you have to hook the, the brain up to a computer to tell it to use XBus. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you can do everything through the transmitter. Mm-hmm. But the I see how the user experience is much easier for the V-Control doing it through the transmitter. Mm-hmm. Now, if you set up the brain through the computer with the wizard... I would say it's just as easy. It's the same, um, really. Yeah, about the same. Yeah, yeah just sure. as easy. Mm-hmm. But if somebody just picks up a jetty and wants to do a full setup and mm-hmm. they've never done it, it would be more of a challenge than using V control. Okay. So I see that part uh, 
would is easier and simpler and probably will be more intuitive and easier to learn after you've done a couple. Yeah. Yeah. Um, funny thing about the first impressions with the flight, um, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, picked it up, shook it around a little bit and it just started flying around. I was like, damn, I, I doing stuff that I can't, I don't do. Wow. This thing flies great. Now I was like, then I remembered, oh yeah, you've been simming every day for three weeks. <laughs> sure. Maybe that's part of it. Yeah, so, definitely. That's, so that, that's your comfort that's level like, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And then I, I landed and I was like, I don't know. So I, I fired up the, the Oxy4 Max that's still on the jetty with the brain. Uh-huh. And yeah, I was flying just as good with it. So <laughs> I really thought something magical was happening, <laughs> but turns out I had just got, got better by doing the sim. Yeah. Um, but it does fly good. Um, I've got a few little things to tweak. Um, uh, the switches and stuff are, are going to be different. Um, mm-hmm. It's not as customizable and not as, um, you, you really can't, it's not as um, open, I guess, as the Jetty as far as putting switches where you want them and oh, yeah, different yeah, switches right. and all mm-hmm. that stuff. I mean, you so can, but a, a it's little like that to a little I have bit, to get used to. Yeah, I was going to ask you, do they sell different uh, different switches and stuff to swap them out? Or how does that work? Um, I know Mikado sells replacement sh- switches. I don't know if they re- have different switches, but like, yep. say you wanted to get yep. rid of all the momentary switches, you could just take mm-hmm. the same switches that you use on the front that do the three way, and just, uh, the and short just ones. yeah, the short ones, and just kind of yeah. use those. Now, right. now I know you're saying you weren't able to like you know it's not as fully configurable. It really is to a point. It's just that you have to do it all in macro cells, and and then that's like a whole different beast. You know, right. Having to learn like uh, how macro cells work. But well, basically, I mean, there, there's just little things like, um, can you put the volume like on a on a on one of the knobs? The volume? Um, no. Why would you yeah. ever adjust the volume though? Because when you're in the house here on the sim, I don't want it super loud. When you're at a fun fly, you need it loud. Mm. I um, just, I, I mean, I, there's I just, just, <laughs> just little piddly stuff that okay. I'll have to get used to yeah. not having. Um. But I'm I'm gonna tinker with it for a while. Yeah, yeah, tinker you know, with it, it flies, and give it a try. Good. But doesn't it fly like it flies really well just on whatever stock like other 500 setting that you use, right? Like it's not. I mean, definitely you need to go in there and do your tail tune and maybe on the cyclic mm-hmm. or you know if you want to do your style and your agility and stuff like that. But like I one thing I noticed moving from any of the other fly bars units to the Neo and this V control setup is that like I just set it up and I start flying. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is fine. And then yeah. I'll do a maneuver and be like, the tail be like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm like, oh, tune that down. Okay. And I'll just continue flying. Like, I, I, that's the one thing that I noticed about it that was different. And it might be different if I was with the, had a setup of like what you have, the brain and the jetty and having that aspect right. set up, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it, it flies good. Uh, there's no real complaints. Uh, I've got a few little things to work out on the tail. And, um, for some reason, the, um, the center zero pitch is offset a little bit. So I got to figure out how to adjust that. Like I set it up when I did, went through the wizard, you know, the zero. Yeah. When uh, you pitch. go to the cyclic adjustment and you, but you have now, to... um, it like it hovers it almost at mid stick basically. So the end points of the pitch are the same. Like I punch out 
upright or inverted is about the same speed. Yeah. But I'm hovering it just just barely over center stick. So it's kind of throwing me off with like TikToks and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. So I got to figure out how to adjust that center point just a little bit. Yeah, if you go I'm into... I'm sure there's a way to do it. There's definitely too. a way, but there's... If you go into your setup again, right? If you go to like mo- edit model setup... Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the first one, so I got to remember it. Um, you go down to where like it gives you those three bars where you can adjust your elevator okay. centering, your aileron swash. It's like your swash plate centering, right? Yeah, There's one for yeah, collective. Okay. Fold your blades in. You don't even have to put a piss gauge. Just fold your blades in so that they're perpendicular and like right. shooting out the side so you can see if they're off. And then go to right. the cyclic, uh, the collective centering. And there's like okay. one where you just go to collective and you can just dial that up or down and it'll okay. find center. Yeah, it's just just off just a little bit. Yeah, I yeah. could have made a mistake during the setup mm-hmm. or done something. I was I was in there monkeying around a whole lot, just learning the system. Yeah, so. and, and you know it's totally different. If, if you were here and I showed you how to set up the first time, mm-hmm. at that point you you would get the rest of it. Like it, that's how simple it is. You set up one or two helicopters and you know the setup. Just picking it up, um, it's fourteen ounces lighter than the Jetty. Mm-hmm. Um, it weighs one pound. Well, shit, I, I don't know where I wrote it down, but it's 14 ounces different. Okay. So it, it is some lighter. Well, I um, mean, that's almost a pound, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. The jetty weighs two pounds and like, uh, something. I mean, and this one weighs a pound and something. I forgot exactly. Which a lot of people will say that's a negative. That's a con, I think. Um, that it's uh, lighter or yeah. heavier? No, that's lighter. Yeah, I you know, mean, some people like the heavier radials. It just feels more like substantial, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also that radial is very light because you don't have the second battery in it, and it's obviously all made out of plastic too. So it's definitely different. Right, right. I was really impressed with the the feel of the gimbals, though. Mm-hmm. They feel really, really nice for a plasticky radio. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how else to say it. No, no. The, no. the knobs seem really, really chintzy and sort of cheap. Yeah. But the the gimbals feel great. I was very impressed with that. Yeah. Um, and, just, and the radio feels good. It feels good in your hands. I mean, yeah, like ergonomic wise, it feels good, right? This is having a room between mm-hmm. switches. Mm-hmm. That was one of my biggest complaints about other radio brands is I couldn't get my fingers between the, the switches, especially on top. Really. Yeah. Yeah, I can hold it uh the same as the jetty, you know, putting my middle finger between the the, mm-hmm. the switches on the top. Yep. Um the um the gimbals are just a little bit um further up, I guess I should say. Okay. So that's something that you know throws me off a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Just it's just a, a matter of getting used to it. Yeah. It's it's not good or bad. It's just mm-hmm. it's just they're a, you know three eighths of an inch further up on the face of the radio. So when I have my hands in their normal position, then um, it, it's harder to feel like a center collective. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So it's it's just a feel thing. I'm sure in a few flights they'll get used to it, and that'll all be the same. Yep. So, um, but yeah, yeah, it's pretty pretty neat. Um. I'll I'll get more and more experience with the flight and get like I said there are a few things with the tail I have to tune out, mm-hmm. but um, so far it I mean it works fine works good nice so play yeah. with that um, 
it's been really windy here, so I haven't been able to do any of the, like the trim flights or any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Just because the wind's been gusting like 25, 28 Ooh. miles an hour. One so. thing I would recommend is um, mm-hmm. you can leave the tail optimization on, like mm-hmm. whatever, just fly with it on. It's just going to constantly try to tune your tail, which okay. is fine, like your stop gains and stuff like that, your PIDs. Yeah. But the cyclic defaultly is on, and you don't want to keep flying with that because as you flip and roll and you know, do your maneuvers. Yeah, I turned it off. Okay, I actually good. turned them both off because okay. I wasn't sure. But yeah. you say you can leave the tail on. Yeah, because if you think about the tail, like you're you're flying straight and you're doing mm-hmm. maneuvers, it just wants to keep that. So like you do pirouettes yeah. and you stop, it wants to keep that from bouncing back. It wants okay. to keep it optimized. So right. in my opinion, the tail, leave it on. It doesn't matter. I've left all my helicopters with the tail optimization on. But the okay. cyclic one, you definitely want to turn that off because it's going to make okay. the feel of your flips and rolls different every different. time yeah 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 you don't want that yeah yeah the first uh the first flight the tail felt pretty good um now i'm getting a little i, I need a little more uh, pre-comp and stuff it's wanting to to kick out with a full punch mm-hmm. out and stuff yeah. just little little piddly things that can yeah. be tuned out and like i said it's was super duper windy so uh, it's hard for me to get everything dialed in perfectly when it's so oh, yeah. gusty just because yeah. it's, you don't know whether it's fighting itself or it's fighting the wind and all that kind of stuff. Yep. Um, but I will, I'll get it all tuned up. I want to put, put lots of flights on it this summer and have, have a, or next summer, this winter, have a good comparison. I'll, mm-hmm. uh, you know, jetty versus V control. See what, what I like the best. Sure. All right. So let's now move it on to uh, the main topic here. So day of financial chaos. Now, and when we're thinking about the the title of this episode, we're kind of at a you know what is it called a standstill or um, we were stumped stalemate. Yeah, stalemate. Yeah, yeah. We really you know we kind of had an idea what we want to talk about, but didn't really know how to do it. so. Um, but anyways, day of financial chaos. So kind of, you know, us spending money in the hobby. Kind of too much money in the hobby. Kind of. I I should say, let's not say too much money in the hobby. We're really good at supporting the vendors exactly. of this hobby. We, we are supporting this hobby. Yes. Come hell or high water. Yes. <laughs> you know? <laughs> More than our, our wives and significant others should really know about. <laughs> so I'll put that little clause exactly. in there. But uh but yeah, let's talk about your Black Friday. You 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 went kind of crazy, huh? Oh yeah. I bought uh which I talked about it last week, but mm-hmm. all that stuff started rolling in. Nice. Um got my big uh big TV, four K uh Samsung, and got the computer hooked up to it so I could see them. Yeah, and um, that's that awesome? really nice. It it is. I had been simming on a um, a similar setup on like a forty inch mm-hmm. uh, in one of the bedrooms, but I didn't have a, a nice uh, place to sit, or you know, I just sat on the edge of the bed, so it wasn't super comfortable. It yeah. was mounted up on the wall. Um, this is a, a fifty five inch. And I've got it uh, here in my living room where I can just roll. I have an office chair. I can just roll and set like four feet away from it mm-hmm. and sim. So that's that's been really nice. Do you ever um, try to like stand there with your strap and pretend you're flying at the field? 
Uh, yeah, but I'm lazy, so I'd rather sit down and do yeah, it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I did it like <laughs> once, and I was like, yeah, okay, I'm sitting back down. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I mean, yeah, I guess it would be uh, more like being at the field, but I don't know. So I got the TV set up. Let's see, what else did I get? My lipos come in today. Nice. I got uh, two 5,000 6S, two 4,000 6S, and some 2250 receiver packs from Jen's Ace. Uh, I just opened them, so I haven't had a chance to check the hours or anything and see how they're going to hold, you know. Mm-hmm. It's interesting when you when you buy packs because you can buy the same brand and one batch you get will be absolutely great super low hours and then the next batch exact same battery same c rating and everything will be complete shit really yeah and that's all brands i mean huh. it's just yeah i, I so, really haven't experienced that because I, even when i bought like i don't know at a certain time i bought i, I don't know how many this was mm-hmm. this is with the oxy um when i no no actually sorry not the oxy when i bought the mini comment i bought like six uh-huh. batteries like the 1050 and 1250s i bought like three and three or four and two of those uh-huh. to try out and they were all like they're all exactly the same like manufacturing date and everything like i got everything it was all the same so it's like and all the irs were exactly the same well yeah but what if you get that exact same battery a year later and it's out of a different manufacturing Batch. Oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were That's saying that. Saying. You, I thought you said no, you no, ordered no, fifteen no. batteries and like they're all different. I was like, Ooh. no, no, no. I meant like ones I bought two years ago. Oh yeah, they're not gonna. When know. you buy them at different times, that you get different batches. Some batches are better than others. Yes, That's yes. Basically, yes. what I'm saying. I misunderstood. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. So I got to check those out. Uh, already talked about the V control. Uh, got my uh, Hacko soldering iron in today. Ooh, nice. Um, I haven't even plugged it up to see how it works, but I'm sure it'll work great. It works fantastic. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I got, uh, I ordered a little small air compressor to go in the camper. Okay. Um, one of those super quiet. It's a California air tools, a little like a one horsepower. Um, it's like a little pancake l- one or no, it's, it's a, it's like a two gallon, um, uh, it's not a pancake, but it's kind of the same size as that. It has a horizontal, like a hot dog kind of tank. Yeah, like a single tube or double tube. Mm-hmm. Single tube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just small. Yeah. Um, but it's it's ultra quiet. Nice. It's super quiet. Is it electric like, or is it? Uh, yeah, electric. Okay. With it running, only it's like fifty six decibels or something like that. So basically, about the about like a, like uh, a Honda two thousand running at say, idle. Right, just like a generator mm-hmm. on idle, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. So I wanted to be able to have air just to blow stuff out, or um, sometimes it's nice when you're working on things to blow out a hole or uh, clean something or whatever, and to be able to air the tires up, and mm-hmm. just various stuff. So that come in today. Nice. Let's see. What else did I get? Um of course, my parts and servos and stuff I talked about last week all come in. So now everything to uh, put together the um, the N7 gasser is here. So awesome. now I have no excuse not to have it flying except my laziness. 
Mm-hmm. I just I just haven't got started. You know what it is? It, if it was a kit, I'd probably have already built it. But I have to take a kit and disassemble it and then reassemble it into another kit. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of dragging my feet. Yeah. One thing I, I just know wanna... is not a good excuse, but... One thing I want to just let you know, it's, that's a nitro. So I might have I might have went pretty heavy on the Loctite. Not like super heavy, but, yeah. you know, when you start like putting pressure on a bolt and it doesn't just, it doesn't like pop and just start coming out. Right. Like right. stop, heat it up. Right. Just to be on the safe side. Yeah, that's uh, another reason I'm dragging my feet. Yeah. I'm just dreading fooling with it. <laughs> I know. For the same reason you said, the Loctite and all that. It's Yeah. It seems like it's more of a pain to take a, a, a something built, take it apart, and rebuild it. Is mm-hmm. it's it's always easier for me to build a fresh yeah. kit. Yeah, I mean definitely because everything's, everything's already nice organized. And clean right. and you just put it together and you're done. Yes. Other, now I have to clean everything as I take it apart and then keep some stuff, throw some stuff away, um, or not throw it away, but just get rid of it. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I'm sure I'll, uh, once winter sets in, I get done with this stupid harvest. I'll, uh, I'll have, I'll be sitting here in cold days. I'll have plenty of time to work on it. Awesome. I mean, you spend a lot of money or you and I. Yeah. It's uh kind of depressing. We tallied some stuff up here. You want to get into that? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's depressing but it's also great because we're supporting a hobby yeah so we, put, we literally put our money where our mouth is and we <laughs> tell you guys to support the hobby yes yes yeah totally so <laughs> i mean ah, man let's see here so just just an overall number i'm gonna shoot out here out of my mouth it's gonna be in 2018, right? We we have still a couple of weeks left, but mm-hmm. in 2018, I'm tallying almost around eight to nine thousand dollars I spent on the hobby. Mm-hmm. That's not including any of the car stuff. That's not including any of the airplane stuff I bought. Right? I bought that F16 and all the EDFs and the servos and all that stuff. That's not including all the used mini V bars. This is and basically just helicopter stuff. This right? is basically helicopter stuff, and this is basically buying from. The, um, you know, the online stores, the folks that I support. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to generalize some of the numbers, I, you know, but let's just say since BK Hobby's been in business or even as BK Designs, I spent well over $4,000 there mm-hmm. in one retail store. You know, granted, like I've always, I've always, you know, flown BK servos. I've always flown, sure. you know goblin so you know obviously a lot of my money goes to where those products come from right yeah you know the other one is like heli direct and heli direct is another one else kind of up there but nowhere near as close and i estimated around about 1400 at heli direct mm-hmm. over this past year um a main was actually surprisingly low now i i know this is not including ebay because i buy off of heli direct and a main's ebay stores when okay. I just need to get like one odd part, like I don't want to have to deal with it. Usually, they always include like either really fast shipping for free, or mm-hmm. it's like really fast shipping for like a dollar or two. You know, so right. I, I like to go to eBay because you have that reputation that they have to build on eBay that 
you know, when I see fast and, you know, ship fast and free, I know I'm going to get it in two days. Right. So, yeah. And you can just click, click and you're, you're yeah, done. Yeah. And I could also, I am. Yeah. That too. And also, I couldn't get parts from money stores because if Amy doesn't have it all, right? Or Heli Drake doesn't mm-hmm. have it at all, there's other stores that I like, VRC Hobbies and all these other little hobby shops that I buy stuff from. And I just, create a whole big cart of everything I need and they come from different places. eBay manages who gets money where and all that stuff. I just pay one fee and you know, right. it's kind of nice and easy, um, yeah. organized way of, of purchasing things from multiple, um, you know, retail stores. So, but surprisingly, Amy, it's only about $220. Um, you know, then inverted RC, I bought, you know, my black nitro sport from them. I, you know, um, a couple other parts and motors and helicopters. I'm not even, I don't even remember. Because <laughs> I usually just hit up Frank and say, hey, yeah. I need this, I need that. Yeah. You yeah. know, so, so it's hard to tally those. Uh, I'm not including anything I've, I've got ordered from Lynx in the previous, like earlier this year before I was part of Team SAB. And, and when I used to fly the, you know, the Oxys like religiously. You know, like I yeah. used to fly it all the time. You know, right. more recently I stopped because I've been into the bigger helis. So I've been flying sure. just the, the 500 and up. But, you know, so I know that's a couple hundred there at least. You know, my orange canopy set, right? The Canoma canopy, custom canopies I got. Right. You know, it was almost like, I don't know, it's like close to 400 and something with shipping. Like it wasn't cheap. No, I think it was actually more. Sorry, it was it was around more four. than that because you got what two booms? No, three booms. No, three so, canopies or four? No, no. So original order was two canopies, two booms, right? So right. enough to build the two helicopters, kit wise, as you know, or to make them to the my Goblin twins, right? And then later on, I was so worried about crashing and needing a boom, I ordered two more booms. Okay, I and got those you. are like I don't know what are they, like ninety dollars a piece plus shipping. Uh huh. So let's just say another. So like over six hundred dollars alone on that. And then you know the and then and this is none of the used stuff that I bought. All the used V bars, all the used um, helicopters I bought earlier. Like just you know, like my night my night rig. I didn't count that. My night bird, my night Goblin seven hundred. That I bought used, and then all the stuff I had to get for that to fix that. You know, like. Mm-hmm. So so, it's up there, and I've done my duty to support the hobby, <laughs> at least as as much as I could afford, without going yeah. into even more of a financial chaos. <laughs> so how about you? Where, well, uh, I I haven't spent as much as you. Um, I probably spent what you did last year. Actually, uh, this year I've done spent a little bit less. Um, I figured. Um, I joined the uh, Only Fine Hillies team like in middle of the summer. So yep. I had spent a good bit at other places before that. Um, I'm sure, like yeah. uh, over a thousand at A Main. Um, I was looking, I've uh, spent enough last year to get uh, up in their gold uh, VIP, whatever. Once you spend over a mount, you get extra points and. Sure, a discount yeah. on shipping and all mm-hmm. that. So I'd spent enough to get up into the gold level. Nice. Um, but this year I'm uh, I'm a little over a thousand at A Main, mm-hmm. and then uh, only find Helly's. Uh, I'm about twenty seven hundred with him, and of course I'm on the team now. But that's uh, you know I was buying stuff 
uh, from Shannon before that, uh, sure, kits yeah. mm-hmm. and, and just whatever I needed. Cause he's here fairly local and he supports the uh, fun flies here on the East coast. Yep. Um, flex innovations. I talk about them a lot with their, uh, their, uh, foam airplanes and stuff. It's been over $500 with them, uh, buying a plane and a few parts and pieces. Um, our friend Carrie Shirley, gas-powered helicopters, spent somewhere over $700 with him this year uh, buying an engine for the N7 gasser oh, yeah. and then various other parts and pieces and mm-hmm. doodads and whatnots. Sure. Um, I mean, any conversion kit, right? Because that kind of cost some money, too, from uh, oh, yeah. Blackout. Yeah, I forgot about that. I, that actually came from uh, Blackout yeah. over in Greece. Right. Um I didn't even include that somewhere, uh, way North of a thousand dollars on private sellers. I don't need, I don't like, cause I bought blades. I've bought motors, bought my N seven, bought your N seven, tons of stuff. And I put another like 500 in here for miscellaneous. Cause like you, every time I go into a hobby shop, I get some fuel tubing or some this or some of that or, Wires, no, props, connectors. Wires. Yeah, I forgot. I spent just, like eighty dollars on like whatever those um, RC Pro Plus connectors. Someone was selling them used. I'm not used, but new. But you know, yeah. he had it. I was like, okay, I'll sure, take them off sure. Yeah. So I'm I'm somewhere around sixty five hundred, uh, and that's there's probably a little more than that. That's the main stuff that I can remember. I think I put an order into RC Japan. Now I'm just thinking about that was couple hundred dollars so the, <laughs> i i have a good uh, way of kind of blocking this stuff out of my mind so <laughs> I, I don't know. think about it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i was like wow that was expensive and then the next day i just forget about it. it's like wow i'm glad i have all this stuff this makes me happy <laughs> oh geez but yeah somewhere uh i'm gonna say between 65 and seven thousand i've spent in that's in 2018. You know what's funny, though? What's that? I calculated my commute to work, and it's l- and you spend less than I do in my commute. <laughs> God, I need to, I need to, uh, I need to make some changes with that. But anyways. I don't know. What are you going to do about that? Um, Buy a jetpack? Because no, no. I'm waiting to, to get promoted. Okay. Um, and once I get promoted, I'm gonna ask to go full time remote. So basically, yeah. maybe okay. go to office once or twice a month, maybe yeah. even four times a month, like once a week. But that yeah. way, I mean, I'm spending what I'm, I think I was calculating like uh, like forty five or fifty bucks a day on commuting. Okay. So yeah. imagine well, saving that. that. Yeah, that oh, adds yeah. up big time. So more helicopters for me. Absolutely. <laughs> Oh, supporting the hobby even more. Yay. Absolutely. <laughs> so, I mean, Absol- we all do our fair share of spending money in this hobby, right? I mean, to be in it, you kind of, it's it's an inevitable cost of business, right? To like, to be in this hobby, you end up spending money, whether right. it's, um, you know, buying new stuff like we do because we're freaking idiots that can't mm-hmm. help but buy all the new shit that comes out. Or... Yep. 
for like you know, like when you crash or things wear out and you need to do maintenance. You know, like even right. then, at a minimal, you're still spending money in the hobby. You know, you're still supporting right. these companies. What? Well, well, and uh, like you and I, are, we're we've been in it long enough to where you know we're up in the the uh, the more expensive stuff. I should say. Sure. Yeah. You know the the seven hundreds and uh, you know the the larger balsa planes and this and that. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, you you kind of work up to a, a yes. level, yes. and uh, if you know, this is it's a hobby, but I get so much enjoyment out of it that I feel like, uh, I mean, I'm spending money, but it's for my mental health because it it makes me happy. Yes, yes, and that's something that a lot of people I think um, that are outside the hobby can't really fathom is that. You know, how could you go and spend $3,000 for that helicopter, like fully ready to go with your everything, right? How yeah. could you spend that much money on something? And, you know, that's like that you can cr- literally crash and that's it. Everything's gone. Sure. You know, like, you know, most of the times not, but there are times, you know, like I've seen my friend's helicopters go into the dirt and catch on fire and that's it. Everything is <laughs> toast. Yeah. You know, that's on well, that helicopter. Well, it, it's, I mean, other people have other priorities for their, uh, their hobbies and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I see guys with big, expensive bass boats, expensive cars. Mm -hmm. You know, there's lots of hobbies guys our age can, can spend tons of money at even more so than we spend. But (laughs) I don't, I'm not into any of that. I'm into RC, you know, I don't, I don't hunt or fish or drink or smoke. Right. You know, do anything fun, I just do RC. Yep. So kind of right. all of my spare money goes into that. Right, right. This is your vice, you know, your yeah. hobby, your vice. Exactly. Yeah, you know, exactly. your your mental sanity, right? Your therapy, right? Sure. So so think about, like, for folks that do drink or go to, I don't know, go clubbing, go strip clubs, go to this, yeah, go, go to that. Trips, you know, yeah. travel a lot, stuff like that. Oh, by the way, I think you beat me on the amount of money you spent on the hobby this year. I'm waiting for you to tell me, ask me how so. Yeah, how so? You bought a camper. How much was that thing? <laughs> oh yeah, okay. <laughs> that's that's true. I didn't even count that. You didn't even count that. What is that? That dropped you a cool twenty k or something, right? I mean, that yeah. was a that was a cool yeah. dime you dropped on that. So yeah, that's that's a good point, Steve. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Yeah. You see how easy I can forget what I spend on things. Yeah. No, I mean it's just human nature. We, we, we. I think we sort of block it out on purpose because when you actually add it all together, you're like, "What the hell's wrong with me? I need therapy." And then you're like, "Okay, I need therapy. I buy another helicopter." Right. <laughs> well, and I, I've been down. I've had this, uh, this discussion, I guess, in my own brain a few times in the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. I think, wow, this. I'm, this is a lot of money I've got sitting around here. Mm-hmm. And then I see my friends, you know, they've got a couple motorcycles or got this or got that. And it's, uh, it's not more or less, it can be the same money. Sometimes they'll spend more. Um, mine may seem more frivolous because it's, you know, basically toys, mm-hmm. but it's still, it's whatever you make out of it, uh, being your hobby. So, right. you know, if you enjoy, uh, you know, doing whatever, going, like I said, traveling, going to uh, races or ball games or concerts or, yeah, yeah, you know, just whatever. 
uh, I just happen to have my priorities aligned to doing doing RC stuff. I don't do any of the other things. You made a good point there. I I often, you know, not not freak out, but I don't know what the right word is, but more like at at wow when when I hear someone who's like, oh, I got season tickets for the Giants or the Jets or mm-hmm. this baseball team or that baseball team, and I find out how much they spend. For like the buy-in, but then they also still have to buy the tickets to the games. Uh, and I was like, "What? How could you spend that much money?" But then I'm thinking, "Well, that's probably what I spent on this hobby." So yeah. it's not that you know out of like right. You so know? it it it's not to say one's better than the other. No, it's not just at all. Whatever your interest is, yeah, if, whatever if, floats your boat, I guess, if, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. If if that's what you're interested in, you want to go to the ball games, then that's where you're gonna put your. Uh, money mm-hmm. so it it's just kind of each person has their own uh thing that they want to do that makes them happy yeah ours just happens to be playing with toys yeah really expensive loud scary dangerous toys yeah dangerous toys <laughs> yeah yeah it's exactly awesome. oh man uh, yeah it, it is quite in, it's quite impressive that um you know, and you don't think about it like, oh, I'm buying parts here, parts there. Uh, heli- you know, maybe one or two helicopter kits a year. How like that, mm-hmm. that adds up quick, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm curious what my numbers are would be last year. Because Yeah, I, I definitely spent more last me year. Me too. Me too. Because I bought, uh, I mean, I bought like three helicopters and three airplanes like big airplanes oh shit i didn't even include my v control i bought this year that's a thousand and twelve hundred dollars right yep holy shit yeah yeah i mean and that's the funny things like you know like last year like i i dropped thirty five hundred for that 766 mm-hmm. the stretch and all the parts and everything to make that 808 806 i spent right. a lot of money i bought two 14s brand new packs from pulse like I, and you know none of it was like like everything was cost it was just oh my god i can't even. <laughs> and that's like half the money i spent this year just on one helicopter right so yeah last year was even more insane i, I would, you know i would say do you yeah. think next year will be even less you think we just keep going down as years go on i think they'll go down to a certain level like it mm-hmm. won't go down to like we don't spend any money now because we don't even we haven't even We've only touched the the tip of the iceberg, let's say, of spending money in this hobby. Because, yes, you bought a camper, but did we include all the fun flies you went to and how much money I spent on airfare, travel expenses, gas, you know, like all that stuff, pilot fees, all, you know, just anything. How much, how much money I, you know, donated to the club. I'm saying donated to the club because I never really won anything at these raffles, but like, you know, like all that money. Food yep. expenses, it yep. adds up, especially when you start flying. Like Urcha was like a flight with a car rental. And granted, I didn't have to really pay for the stay so much, but you know, I still had to yeah, still you know, chip up. in for the food and everything else that I used, you know, the amenities and stuff. So it's like, yeah, it really does. Yeah, I don't even want to think about that part. I'm done talking about this topic. Seriously, it's getting it's getting to me, man. It, it really is. It's, I told you. I know, I know. You're like, I don't know if we should do this. But I was like, I, said, I don't know do if it. we should do this. <laughs> I said, what else are we going to talk about? Come on. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Okay. I guess um, on that depressing note, <laughs> let's move it on to news and announcement. 
All right, let's do it. You gonna give me the news? I guess so. News and announcements. All right. So, what do we got here? This Flex, huh? Flex Innovation. Yeah, Flex Innovations. Uh, God, are, two, you, are you sponsored two by them? Things. No. <laughs> you talk about them a lot. <laughs> I like I like their stuff. Yeah, no, I, I like actually looked doing. at this. I actually looked at this plane. It, it looks really cool. Um, this uh, Flex QQ three hundred. Um, I've actually got two of them. It's probably my favorite uh, phone. Wait, you have two of them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I one's, have one. One's and then lit I and one's not? A friend's. Ah. Uh, but they come out with a V2 now. I don't have the V2. I just have the regular one. Uh, it's got a, a little bit bigger motor for a little more punch out, like uh, out of a hover and stuff. It's a 1,400 kV. And I think the original was a 1,200 if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And a little bit larger ESC. It has a 50 amp. And this now, is a, so uh, what is it set up? Is it a 3S, 4S, 6S? What's a... Uh, it's 3S, and they offer a uh, 4S optional kit, which is basically just a, a different motor. So you can do 3S or 4S. I run mine on 3S um, 2600s. Um, the 4S... Um, I just didn't want to buy the motor and stuff. And the 3S flies really nice. It's a little bit lighter. But it's it's just an absolutely awesome little 3D trainer plane. It's um comes with the uh, Aurora 8 flight controller. And it's uh, it's just a it's a real it's super lightweight. Um it, uh, the way Flex does, they build a um like a plywood um subframe i guess inside that holds the battery tray and uh every the servos and everything's mounted to yep. and it's foam around that and it, yeah. they have hollow uh foam uh wings and stuff um they're they're just fun i mean they're they're fairly expensive but when you figure in that you're getting a a hundred dollar um flight controller with it it kind of brings it back down to the the normal stuff. Huh. Are you gonna buy the new version too? Um, no, but I think I might just buy the motor. Okay. I can just buy the motor, and I think that's all I would need. And it's crazy, you know how you're like, well, I think it comes with a larger ESC, right? It does say that it comes with a larger 50 amp, so maybe the yeah. other one's 40. But um, you're saying that the it's 1200 versus 1400 mm-hmm. kV. That extra 200 kV. Like when you do the math, it's something like twenty two hundred RPMs more. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's a considerable amount if you think about oh, it. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I actually have some uh, some hobby wing sixty amps laying around mm-hmm. that I can just throw in. Oh, that'd and be great. Get the motor. Yeah, I'll probably definitely do that. Um, they have a different color scheme as well. Uh, I was gonna uh, say if you're gonna buy a version two, sell me one of your version ones. <laughs> okay. Do that. They're really fun just to, to throw around the yard and stuff. And they also have a night version. Yeah, that that's what I'm actually inside. interested in. Yeah, it looks yeah, like very I similar wish to I the had Visionaire. So mm-hmm. buy the night one and sell me one of your day ones and, and it'll so offset you, the cost. Are you familiar with the Visionaire? Yes, somewhat. Okay. Rob has it and um, he flies it off. There. So you know uh, uh, Kike Samanzini designed the Visionaire, right? Oh, the guy who has a special DX-18, yeah. Yes, well, yeah. he he is the uh, the he and another guy are the owners of Flex Innovations. So all these airplanes at Flex Innovations are designed by Kike. 
So the Visionaire, this um, what the QQ three hundred mm-hmm. is basically like a. It's very very similar to the Visionaire, mm-hmm. but in every way the Visionaire is kind of not great. They, they fixed it's like on this one. They eh? fixed it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So it flies so much better. Nice. So much better. I actually sold my Visionaire when I got uh, got this one because it. In my eyes, it's just a superior airplane. Um, but it flies kind of similar. Okay. They're what, like a 43-inch wingspan or something? They're not huge. Yeah. Um, they're a good size. But the night version looks awesome because it has the lights inside the wings and stuff. Yeah, I like that. When you have that white foam and it's, it's glowing mm-hmm. from the inside. Definitely. Yeah, they're definitely cool. And... Um, They've also brought out um, the Cessna 170 in a yellow scheme. I don't know if you're familiar with that. I think... Uh, yeah, that's the one that Fred had, right? Yeah, Fred's got one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Again, one. again, I the way I would compare this to someone that's not familiar with it, um, the Carbon Z Cub mm-hmm. from Horizon Hobbies is super popular. Yeah. Um, I've, got, I've had two of them, actually. Also, uh, a plane designed by Kike. So the Cessna 170 is very, very similar to it, but just a little bit better. It's basically the same size, kind of the same power uh, setup and stuff. But I, I don't have one of these Cessna 170s. I would mm-hmm. love one. I just never have got around to getting one. But I've seen some fly. A couple uh, friends of mine have one. They're just amazing. Uh, you put floats on it, uh, fly off water. Um, the night version lights up really well. So uh, the original one was red, red and white. Now they have a yellow and white. Uh, it's not a night version. It's just a day, daytime. But mm-hmm. um, So that should be cool um, for fun. I really like these Flex Innovations planes they're a little bit on the expensive side but they fly really well and the the servos and the motors and stuff that come in them are uh, good quality okay. they seem to be um they come with hobby wing escs nice yeah that's cool. um like i said that uh, uh aurora 8 really really works well i know some people kind of shy away from gyros and the AS3X and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But this Aurora, I guess, being uh, evolved from uh, Kike and him being a uh, 3D guy, it uh, it really never gets in your way. Like, it, it smooths out the wind and the bumps yeah. and stuff. It's tuned properly. It's Yeah, the, the I guess that's what it is. The tuning on it is just um, is really nice. So it, it smooths you out, but it, you can still do 3D maneuvers. It never really feels like it's hindering you mm-hmm. or fighting against you. And that Does kind it do of that stuff. like fast speed wag, you know, like the Visionaires do? And the um, if and you all turn them. the gains up high enough, okay. it will. Yeah. But like from but, the stock tunings of your, your current QQ, like you can just full bore on whatever and it'll just fly. Yeah. Well, stock, they come with basically it has off, low gain and high gain. Mm-hmm. In high gain, if you go full speed, like in a dive yeah. and, or something, it yeah. it, can, it will do that. It'll flutter? Okay. 
um, in low gain, it won't. It's kind of set up to do high gain for doing um, hovers and uh, mm-hmm. slow speed maneuvers. Sure, stalling maneuvers, right? Right, and then low gain for fast flight. Nice, okay. And, of course, you can switch it off with a switch yeah. if you don't want it at all or if something happens or something. Mm-hmm. But doesn't so it have just space, straight out right? of the box. No, no, it does okay, not. So it just has, like, you know, flight stabilization. Be, yeah, it's it. kind of a equivalent to, like, AS3X. Yeah, without safe, though, yeah. Yeah, without safe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gives you a little bit of... Um, it smooths out... Would you call it stabilization, I guess? Or would that is that what you'd call the safe? No, safe is rescue. So safe will auto-level right. you. It's kind of self-leveling and everything. Yeah. This yeah. is more of just... Um, yeah, that's what I was trying to figure out. I guess you'd call this stabilization. Yeah. This safe would mm-hmm. be like self-leveling. Yes. Yeah. Let's see. What else do we have here? Yeah. SAB. <clears throat> mm-hmm. The 700 and the 570 Drake. Drake. Yeah. Dude, that thing looks nice. Yeah, it I does. thought the um, the digital camo from the... Uh, Havoc. The Havoc, yes, yes, thank you. The Havoc uh-huh. looked really nice, which it does. But damn, this Drake looks nice too, Well, man. we all know how you're a fan of orange, so... Is it Just, orange? I can't tell if SAV it sometimes. It looks orange to me. I don't know. It could be red. But they categorize it, I think, as red. And then, like, even, like, the new 570, right? Like, it's these categories are red, but it's orangey to me, right? It's an orange kind hue of to orangey it. orangey red, maybe. hmm mm-hmm. It yeah. kind of looks to me the same color as, like, the Tortuga. Kind of that sure. reddish Fluorescent, orange, sort of. red, neon, yeah. orangey yeah. red. Yeah. Yeah, so this thing looks... 700 pretty. and a 570. Yes, and the 700 is a two-blade. Mm-hmm. Which which I thought was nice that they give you the um the Havoc in three and uh, the Drake in two. Do you know if there's any other changes or is it just the No, I just believe the it's I believe it's a Black Thunder Sport with the, the new updated canopy and obviously the two bladed okay. setup. Okay, yeah, cool. So. I wonder the, if you'll be able to just buy a canopy or do you have to buy the whole kit? Um do that. Yeah, I'm not I'm not hundred percent sure actually. Because usually, like those those custom canopy sets, like the custom models, right? No, yeah, because like it, the Freedom Edition and stuff. Right, but that's different, though. The Freedom Edition is definitely different. You need to have, you know, registered serial number of that right. helicopter that's to buy. It. I, that's what I'm wondering how these are going to work. But then, like you know, when you have like the Black Thunder T line, right? You can buy that canopy and put it on another helicopter. And the same thing with the the normal sport canopies or the you know Black Thunder canopies, the green and the yellow. So I'm curious. We'll, yeah. we'll have to we'll have to see. Maybe we'll we'll get you know we'll talk to Bert and see if he can uh, shed some light on that. Yeah. Oh, talking about Bert, we're already uh, what an hour and twenty minutes in the episode, so he's not on. No, <laughs> he's not listening anymore. I'm kidding, Bert. If you are listening, <laughs> I'm joking. That yeah, is... we gotta poke. We gotta poke fun at him. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's awesome though. These things look good and. <sighs> When I first saw it, like, uh, I forgot who, one of my Facebook friends, um, I think he's like, he's part of SAB, but in Europe, posted mm-hmm. a picture and I'm like, no, I need to get this. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and it was a picture of the 570 only. I didn't know about the 700. And I was like, oh man, uh, I didn't want to buy another 570. Like, I mean, it's not a bad helicopter. It's just that like, 
Sure. I just, you know, like I wanted it to fly small or big, 500 or 700. Like, I, you know, the 600 size, it's like, for me, it's 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 a great uh, flying size, but it's an in-between size. So it's like, uh, that's a whole new setup, but I might have to do it. Thing looks yeah. so cool. Yeah, the five, I mean, the 570 is good in a lot of ways, but I had one on 6S and I didn't care for it on 6S. I thought it was kind of hard on the packs. Yeah, it is. 12S it is great, mm-hmm. but then you have to have an odd size battery and stuff. So yep, the 3300. It's kind of a yeah. weird in between size. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. 500 or 700. Yeah, it's just small or big. I just, I don't know. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I might have to do it, man. I, I might. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'll, I'll do this for 2019. I'm definitely not going to buy it. I know it's going to be available mid-December, which is fantastic. Because right. That's what I was about to say. We're talking a week or two from now, right? A week uh, from now, in fact. I think you can uh, you can pre-order now. Yeah, you can pre-order now. Yeah, It's supposed to be available mid-December. Yes, yes. Definitely pre-order. Get yours at your favorite store. I would definitely be uh, if I do order one, I'll definitely get it from BK Hobbies because they just sure. do great. So, um, damn man, do I get it? Do I get? It? I don't know. I might wait. I might wait till next year, so at least it goes into the twenty nineteen budget <laughs> instead of the twenty eighteen budget. Well, I mean, I think the twenty eighteen budget's closed. <laughs> you're not a you know you're not super fan of the five seventy. Just get the seven hundred. See, problem solved. It comes in both ways. You, you know, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're exactly. not wrong. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. I'm not, I, I, you know, I've been, pro- I've been progressing so well this year, and I contribute part of that progression to just sticking with the helicopters that I'm comfortable mm-hmm. with and flying them constantly. And, like, mm-hmm. I mean, this would fit the bill because I would just end up setting this up just like my other ones. But, you know. Right. Well, I was going to say it would be, it'd fly identical. It'd just be a different color. It just looks really cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't cheat on my Goblin Twins, though. I can't cheat on the Twins. I can't. No, no. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I, 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 I'm not making any statements <laughs> or non-statements. All I know is I don't, I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm I'm in the indecisive, uh, you know, club right now. Okay, so uh, January then. Yeah, it might be in January. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! All right, let's keep moving on. What do you have? Anything else, or should we move uh, to what's next for you? I hobby? didn't see anything. You got anything you know, else? I do have one thing I want to, um, I want to announce. I guess. So I mean. <clears throat> Let's see here. First first off, I just want to kind of go back. Um, well, not go back. I'm going to actually skip ahead. But the um, since Kevin's not on the show today, we're not going to be doing any of our wrap-up stuff. So so no Facebook lights, comments, website comments, all that stuff. We're going to skip all that this week. But I do have an email that I got. And um, it definitely deserves, uh, you know. Yeah. You know, for us to talk about on the show. Um, I don't yeah. want to wait another week because I, I do. Yeah, def- sure. I'm, I'm going to try to get these guys on the show um, soon. So, so we get an email and it comes through the forum, um, not forum, our website. So, got it from Squarespace and it, it's from Eric. Uh, his, and I'll just say his last initial B. So, Eric B. Eric B and Rakeem. No. So, actually, he did put his name phonetically for me. So, I'm guessing he wants me to say it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, why not? He's gonna be on the show anyway. But um, so Eric Bircham, 
Did I say that right, Eric? Birch, um, Birchum. There you go. Birchum uh, from Houston mm-hmm. um, wrote into us. And he said, uh, let's see here, Steve, Kevin, and Andy, feel free to read any or all of this message on the show or not. Won't be offended if you don't. Uh, his name is Eric Bircham, and he spelt it out, Bircham for Steve, which I like. Thank you. From <laughs> Houston, Texas. My son, David and James, and I listen to your show. And a BK with Burn Kyle and the, you know, the Hooligans, Walnut, and Full Pitch, Scott Frank. Awesome. And, and his good friend, Jimmy Jones. He even, wrote, Jones. he even wrote it that way, all caps with the exclamation. Love it. <laughs> um, all the time. Uh, he said, you know, we love your show and we're looking forward to it each week. Uh, so first of all, thank you for listening to our show yeah. <laughs> every week. And we appreciate that you're actually looking forward to this show. <laughs> um, and then what did he say? First question, Kevin, I think it was Kevin, mentioned using silver bearing solder. Um, mm-hmm. What are the important characters of that? It seems to be a marketing name or something. What chemical makeup? And looking to make sure I've got the right thing. So I don't know if Kevin brought this up. Might have. I don't remember who brought this you up. Might have. But basically, I mean, silver, silver solder, right? Or having silver in the solder. Yes. It helps um, conduct electricity and flow the solder better. It's kind of I don't know. It's like the melting point. Just I, I'm I don't know the the legal well thing, right? It also has a has a has a higher melting point. Yeah. So um, you have to be careful because if your soldering equipment is not up to par, silver solder can actually work against you. Yes, because you'd have to heat up worse joint. Right. You'd have to heat up so much that you could actually like if you're heating, say, using the solder to like I don't know mount ESC wires directly to the pad of the ESC, Mm -hmm. something like that would be bad. Using silver solder because you would actually heat up that PCB too much, and you might unflow solder that's somewhere else that's you know close to it. So um, right. I, we don't actually. I never recommend silver solder. Um, to me, the best solder is lead base, sixty forty rosin core. And I know lead is like whoa, lead. Yeah, don't inhale it, don't lick it, don't put it in your mouth. You should be fine. Wash your hands after you use it. But lead solder um, just flows way nicer and evenly and consistently. Um, the yeah. sixty four is the the rosin to tin core, you know. No, it's it? the uh, no tin to lead. Tin to lead, and then the yeah. the, ro- the 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 tin has rosin, I believe it, or one of them has rosin. Right? No, the rosin is in the core. It has nothing to do with the metal. So it has nothing to do with the sixty forty. Okay, great. Right. I love it. And actually, uh, a um, sixty three thirty seven mm-hmm. solder is probably actually a lot better than sixty forty. Because it will, uh, you'll have less chance of uh, cold solder joints and stuff. Nice, that's good to it know goes, too. It goes from liquid to solid um, without getting that. Um, and I, I, the word is escaping me, but it has a different characteristic where um, it it just kind of sets immediately. So if you're um, holding something or something, you can't wiggle it around. Where sixty forty goes through a transition where it's yes. not liquid, but it's not fully yeah, solid. Yeah, it's almost it's like kind of like a paste sort of. Yes, and yeah. if you wiggle the joint while it's in that state, mm-hmm. you'll have a bad, you'll have a cold solder joint. Yes. So a lot of people actually recommend the sixty three thirty seven. I feel like the that's more uncommon though when I look for solder. It is. It is. But it's probably superior. 
Mm-hmm. It, it's pro- I think it has maybe a couple degrees less melting point, but not enough to matter. Sure. Sure. So, yeah. Um, I mean, if you could get, was it 6337 soldered? Yes. 6040 is also. 6040 is fine. That's what most of us yeah. use. I mean, just uh, use the, helping hands and use something where you can put the joint together and right. let, let it cure. And the, the, uh, the silver solder actually has silver. It'll have like yeah. Um, yeah, actually a percentage one of silver, or 2% right? silver. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, um, yeah, I guess it helps with the conductivity a little bit. Uh, but it raises the melting point, which is good for something like a uh, a battery connector. Anything high um, amps, right. You were talking about um, to the board on an ESC. Mm-hmm. See, it would be good in that application, but you got but that's assuming you have the proper high amperage soldering iron where you can heat it fast. Yes. And uh, or little without, time, right. Yeah, without the heat soak yep. going into your P- PCB board. Yep. So... <clears throat> Okay, so then we're going back to the email here. It says, okay, now a little background. Uh, my son David was diagnosed with cancer. He wants me to pronounce this. He said it'll give everyone a good laugh. So I'm going to give it a try. So sorry, I'm going to butcher whatever this can- whatever the cancer name is. But it's embryonorabidomysarcoma. Sounds good to me. I mean, it sounds That cancer-y. sounds like a cancer. Yeah. Um, so on July 4th, uh, no, July 4th, that sucks. On 2014, I mean, it sucks to get cancer, but also it'll be on July 4th. Uh, he was only three years old, too. Crazy, oh, crazy. He's now three and a half years survivor and doing well, so that's awesome to hear. That's, you know, that's great. But he says, uh, but let me tell you, not much will stress a family the way childhood cancer will. And I was struggling oh, to find things we could do together and still have fun, but we're all but we're away from other kids and their random germs, which are a real problem during cancer treatment, right? Mm-hmm. Their immune system's compromised from all the yeah. the treatment and stuff. So, uh, so he goes and says, RC came to our rescue. I cannot tell you how meaningful cars, helis, and now even ga- <laughs> gas planes have been in our lives. When it's, uh, when it's nice out, we head to the field. When it's not, we wrench. In addition to flying, my young boys can handle wrenching. Wrenches, screwdrivers can follow, can read and follow directions, and even do some soldering. Take that, you screen addicts everywhere. <laughs> nice. Um, enter Free Forest Podcast. You guys, with all your strange quirks, different accents, foul language, <laughs> and all feel like family around here. You're in oh, our den, awesome. our man cave, our cars, and at the field with us and in our hearts. Oh, shit. Um, you guys, along with all the other podcast hosts, give us something to fill our idle time that does not include a screen and an associated brain dump. We all love y'all, and we learn a ton from your episodes. All right, so let me stop right there. When I read this, first of all, the whole thing with cancer and like you know how yeah. much it's helped him, like almost like I was tearing up, and like mm-hmm. I was <laughs> I was literally on the can in Montreal on my anniversary. <laughs> and I'm like, I have to write this guy back right now. Like, I can't, yeah. like, you yeah. know. So I wrote him back right then. Um, and, you know, I kind of go into that too. But uh, he says, if you're ever in the Houston area, give me a call. We'll cook up some legit Southern barbecue. Take you out to our one square mile grass farm flying field. Wow. Um, you can even fly all our stuff if you don't feel like uh, packing anything. 
Finally, we'd like to volunteer for a listener series, we being David, who's seven, James, six, and um, Eric, who's uh, 39. He's the same age as me. Yeah. We are pretty new to the hobby still and have a lot to learn, but we have some thoughts on how to build the hobby community, some advice for buildings, uh, for beginners on avoiding pains and frustration, and a solid roadmap of what not to do when beginning the RC Heli hobby. If you're interested, call me um, or not. Again, we'll take no offense either way. Oh, definitely. definitely we're gonna, oh, absolutely. Yeah, we'll definitely get you guys on the show, and uh, you know, we'll figure it out. I'm trying to see if we can maybe do it before the, the holidays, but you know, mm-hmm. it's coming up quickly, so yeah. we'll see. Um, and then, sincerely, Eric, uh, P.S. Steve, don't you dare call me a planker, you, you effing spinner. I would love to hear. He said he's got ideas on... Yeah. Growing the hobby and stuff. That'd be awesome. Yes. Can't wait for that. Yeah. So definitely, um, you know, so I responded back. Um, we're definitely gonna reach out and um get you guys get you guys scheduled on the show. So Yeah, that'd be great. And I may just say, uh pertaining to that, he's talking about with his boys teaching them how to wrench and uh follow directions and mm-hmm. solder and all that stuff. That is just fantastic. Yes. Yes. Because he, he's teaching those young men skills that they'll have from now on. They'll be yeah. able to work on things, repair stuff, fix stuff. Yeah. We don't have enough of that in no. people nowadays. Some people don't even know which end of the screwdriver to hold. Yeah, they don't so, know. Yeah, it's, it's that, 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 that standard, you know, meme that you see everywhere. This, this lady that's holding a soldering iron completely the wrong way. Yeah, holding it by the metal. Yeah, yeah, saying that this is how you do something or whatever the meme is saying. But, you know, like, no, come on, I, like, you yeah. know. I just wanted to bring attention to that. He should be commended for teaching his Definitely. boys that. That's awesome. Definitely. Yes, you're doing something right when, you yeah. know, at such an early age, your sons mm-hmm. know how to, like, take things apart and fix things. Like, that's yep. that's that should be every person's, like, Absolutely. Common sense, like you know, toolkit in their like knowledge base mm-hmm. in their brain, right? Like on how to do yep. something. So, yep. fantastic. Yeah, so awesome, Eric. And uh, you know, sometime this week, before you probably even hear this episode come out, I'll definitely be touching base with you and getting you uh, scheduled on the show. Hopefully, maybe for next week's episode. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. So, what's next for you in the hobby? Uh, what's next for you, Steve? Damn, I'm trying to. Give yourself time to think, huh? <laughs> because we didn't write anything, <laughs> either yep. one of us. Uh, let's see. So I want to fly that Radian. Um, you know, last week I didn't take – I took a no-fly because, uh, you know, it was my – I was saying before, yeah. it was my anniversary, so I didn't get a chance sure. to. I was in Montreal. But um, so this weekend I'm going to shoot to fly on Sunday, and I already spoke to Rob and Devin, the McClellans, and they're, they're busy the rest of the weekend except for mm-hmm. Sunday, so they're down. So we're we're thinking about mailing my Tortuga and Rob flying his again. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll most likely get like finish off my Nightbird. That I gotta do. I gotta put the, the wrap the boom with the LEDs that I have. Get get a place for the battery to be mounted that I use for the LEDs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then just put the canopy and the blades, tail blades on. Um, since I did a test flight, everything flies good. I do think that I put the wrong tail pulley on the on the, the three bladed tail that I have. I think I went up in pulley when I'm supposed to go down in pulley size. 
or vice versa. Mm. I'm supposed to go up in pulley size to slow down the tail. Okay, yeah. If you're trying to slow it down, you need a bigger pulley. Yeah, I think I went opposite and went smaller okay. because when it's I did, like, Meow! yeah, which which to me, I'm like, whoa, this is awesome. It sounds fantastic. You know that that whoa, like that you know screaming tail when I do a funnel. But I'm yeah. thinking like, wow, that's a lot louder than my Black Thunder, and I think. I'm supposed to have the same setup, and yeah. you three know? blades on there. Your poor tail hub's like, oh my god, I can't hold it any longer. I know. So, so I do need to probably, possibly, I got to look at what the stock one is and go up a tooth, and right, you know. Right. So I got to go and uh, I'll probably place an order um, for that. Uh, let's see. Beyond that, I I got that F16. I need to maiden and crash. I have mm-hmm. the two <laughs> maiden and crash. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't have uh, good, great expectations for that plane. Um, I have to f- build that one. One of the two planes that I got from Bill, right, from Bill Anthony. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is sacrificial. You know, I basically bought mm-hmm. a plane. He was like, "Dude, I'm, I just need to get rid of this. I'm gonna throw this other plane with it." It didn't have any electronics, but I'm like, "Cool, I'll take it. I'm gonna put some cheesy nine grand servos in there, like garbage equipment in there. It has a motor and ESC, I believe." But hey, when are you planning to do this? I don't know. Soon? No, I got to build it first. So, I, you know, it'll take me like, I don't know, maybe not this weekend because I'm going to have other things I want to Well, work in the on. next, that's still soon. You're not going to wait till next summer, are you? I mean, sh- do you want me to? I kind of want you to wait till the Heli Fest so that I can be there. We can just plow it in the ground. The problem is, is I want to do it. I, I, my, my thoughts were I want to do it when it's... um kind of cold or snow out and the only reason i'm saying that is because okay i believe that the light pole might light on fire and i just don't want to light the field on fire yeah you know like this is a farmer's like you know property like you're not property but the farmer rents the property from the allens and and like you know i don't want to burn their crop like i guess the weather will be bad like in uh i don't know like january or something yeah so i was thinking more of like you know, probably by February because February is still crappy out and snowy. But you know, it's like I don't know. Maybe February. I might, I might have to come to Jersey to visit for a weekend. Yeah, yeah. I mean, or if there's, it. you know, I mean, I, I see. I wouldn't want to do it at like <laughs> the fall. It's a spring fling either. You know, like no, could do it there. You know, like I just, you know, so I want to do it at my club field where, like, you know, yeah, you know, I could, I could. You know, like I I'll, have, I'll be... have I'll have fire extinguishers on standby. So for any right. of our club listeners, um, don't worry. I'm not gonna let the field ca- catch on fire. But I'm just in the case of a lipo fire because I'm I am gonna intentionally crash this plane. Yeah. Um, you know, to 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 record and document the destruction of an airplane for scientific <laughs> and. Discovery, uh-huh. right? So not, sure. not, you know, it's not just a hooligan type of deal. Like I'm doing it for scientific reasons to see the right. inertia of this airplane right. screwdriving into the ground and what mm-hmm. happens when that happens, right? Yes. So, right. but I want to do it in the safest situation as possible. So in the cold, when it's snow on the ground, so that way, right. if there is any type of fire with a fire extinguisher, I should be good to be able to extinguish that. No problem. Throw some snow on the whole thing, you know. Yeah, it'll be fine. I wouldn't yeah. worry about it. So, so that's the only thing. Like, And, you know, if you can make it up here, great. I will I'll let you know in advance. Well, I don't I don't well, know what your winter yeah. is going to look like, you know. Well, I mean, I'm 
pretty open through the winter. So it's just a drive, right? But it's like a yeah, a super like long drive. Nine hours, ten hours. Yeah, that's a long drive. I've never been to Jersey though, so maybe I could uh, come up with an excuse to come. Well, if you come up to this part of Jersey, you're very close to Manhattan. If you want to do like a New York City thing with yeah, with, you know, that's what I'm, with Tima and stuff. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, you know, and um. You know, there's plenty of Walmarts. <laughs> if you bring your camper up here, you could always camp, you know. Yeah. Um, I live far from the city, so, like, I would, you know, invite you guys to stay over. But it's just, like, I live very far from the city. It's, it's not close yeah. to anything. Um, but, yeah, you you know, definitely you can uh, make a we'll, trip we'll out talk. of it. We'll talk. I need to be involved in this scientific research. Yeah, 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 definitely. I need I need as much brain power to to really thoughtfully make sure that we do this properly. Yes, I, and I can uh, help you with that. Yes. I have plenty of ideas of the properly proper way to do this. Yes, proper scientific method yes. way. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, great. <laughs> All right. So, what are you going to be up to, Andy? Well, I'm supposed to be at uh, torches. Yeah. This weekend. I hope I hope you can make it. That'd be really. Cool. I do too, man. I've been looking forward to this since Urcha. Oh, that's what came. That's what, oh, shit. It just, just keeps on slipping my mind. What's that? No, so one of the things I wanted to say is that, you know, you're, you're saying that you're getting ready for torches um, mm-hmm. for the Winter Bash. Um, I was talking to my wife on the way back from Montreal, and she was like, I'm surprised you don't have a fun fly coming up soon. And it's, I, you know, kind of remember you having one last year. And I was like, yeah, yeah, there's one. It's going on this weekend. She's like, well, if you want to go, you should book a plane ticket and go. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. And I'm thinking about it. And I was like, I even text Ron, right? You know, Ron Chorus, mm-hmm. Uncle Ron. And I'm like, dude, are you going to are you going to Winter Bash? He's like, yeah. And I didn't text him back because I'm thinking, I'm like, hmm, hmm. And then you know what happens? I'm still thinking about it. the next day I wake up and I, I get a text message from my dentist, my oral surgeon, and he's like, I'm just confirming your appointment for this Friday. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm getting oh, a wisdom tooth taken out. No, I'm not oh, flying. Man. I'm not going anywhere. No. no, I get that. I mean, not even that the wisdom tooth getting taken out, but right. like, I don't know, just to like have that sort of discomfort and then like yeah, go fly somewhere. No, you, you can't do that. Yeah. I had mine cut out back in the... Uh, winter yeah and this one's like back top back and it's like digging into Mm. my other tooth so it's like yeah they're gonna have to cut it i mean it's it's not it's not bad but you're you're gonna feel crappy for at least a day or two so i mean it's not like it it's a horrible thing no i mean i've had you don't want to jump on a plane yeah that day and go somewhere yeah with the air pressure changes and and you know and i'm diabetic so like every wound i get takes a little bit longer than normal to heal Right, you know, like and you got to worry about it if you get a dry socket or something, right? You know, so it, yeah. yeah, better stay home. So yeah, so that was there goes my <laughs> you know because I was like, oh man, that's why I was like, that's why I asked you, are you going? You know, like because I was gonna I be like, yo, to I want to crash, you know, like a, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah. So. yeah. Anyways, yeah, sorry, I may drop. not get to go. Like I said earlier. There's about mm-hmm. a 10% chance I'll go and about a 90% chance that I won't. Damn, so I got my fingers odds. crossed. I've got the camper loaded and ready. I can hook to it at a moment's notice. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Tima said if I work Thursday, she'd drive all night Thursday night till we could get down there Friday morning. But I don't know. We'll see. And if I have to work Friday, I don't see much reason in driving down there just for one day because I'd have yeah. to be back Sunday. Yeah, so, exactly. So we'll see. Well, hopefully uh, you can get all your harvesting done, you know. Well, it's not going to get done, but if the weather is crappy Thursday as it was today, I might just leave anyway because it's supposed to snow through, over the weekend. Is it? Yeah. Um, yeah, here. I mean, just like winter. When I say snow, we never get more than like an inch, half inch. It's oh, not like that's a sprinkling. <laughs> it, yeah, it's like it snows, but it doesn't actually stick to the ground. Yeah, yeah. Now, last, I mean, this just whatever, a month ago, right? Was it? Yeah, a little yeah. before Thanksgiving. That thing, we got like six inches here. It was pretty bad. Yeah, we very rarely get that. We get snow, but it, it doesn't stick to the ground. I mean, yeah. it's just next day so it's not a big deal so we'll see um other than that probably just uh if i don't go i'll probably hang out here and maybe well i probably won't fly actually if it's raining and stuff so i'll just sit here and be sad and be depressed look out the window and you know throw myself a pity party because i didn't get to go to florida with the cool kids I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll call you and we'll 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 be depressed together. <laughs> we'll, we'll just we'll have our own winter bash on AccuRC too. <laughs> yeah, you'll you'll be high on uh, pain pills and yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll sit. I'll start drinking. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh man. Oh jeez. Yeah. Like, oh, we be. I don't even know if I'll be able to record. A I mean, I should be by good by Tuesday. At least yeah, good enough for I'm not talking like arr, 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 Hello, welcome <laughs> to another Everall Rewards Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so all right. All right. So uh that's it. I think that I did want to uh we're not doing the uh Facebook uh stuff, mm -hmm. but I did wanna say we got tons and tons of feedback from last oh, week's yes. show. Yeah, for the pilot classification show. You yeah. got tons of feedback. And, um, and a lot of new categories and stuff, so we might want to gather those up and uh, do some more someday. Yeah, yeah, we could do. Um, that's good. That's a good idea for uh, another episode. We'll do a pilot classification too, and yeah. that'll be all the ones that people have suggested, not not mm -hmm. the ones that we've created, or even the ones that um, we might have said something, but they've elaborated on. Oh, one thing yeah. I do want to make a correction is uh, last week I mentioned Linus. No, Linus is uh, that girl's daughter's uh, brother with the, the baby towel. Not baby right. towel, the security blanket. The blanket um, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was Pigpen. Right. Pigpen is what I was was referring to, um, so sorry about that. It's been a while since I watched uh, Charlie Brown, anything Charlie yeah. Brown, really. I was going to say... I'm sorry we got something wrong from a cartoon from 50 years ago. Yeah. I mean, they still play every no, freaking holiday, right? <laughs> they still yeah. play the, the, the Christmas one, the Thanksgiving one, and uh, the Halloween Sad one. Sad little tree and the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. pumpkin patch. Mm. No, I know. I'm just aggravating. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's do an outro here, huh? All right. 
All right, drop us an iTunes review and we'll read the review in the next episode. Email us at freefrc at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash podcast. Check out our webpage, show. Say hi to Chris Rybert. Hi, Chris. Uh, I have it written here. Let us know if you want us to add anything, but that doesn't apply. Hey, I want you to add stuff. Yeah, I like to add um, your name and your pictures. Okay. Um, but Those I, pictures that I never sent you? Yeah, I still, oh, I still okay. don't have them. I, I think, <laughs> yeah. I, I, You know what I got to do? I got what? it. I'm going to give my, my wife's actually pretty good at drawing people's faces. <laughs> I want to give her your, your picture. Oh, like, you should just do that. draw. That'd be awesome. In fact, I'm just going to carry, I'm going to print out your picture. And <laughs> yeah. when I go to the city, I'm going to go to 42nd Street and get one of those caricatures, whatever yeah, you call those that. artists. Yeah, no. that would be awesome. No, no, that's draw funny. a little helicopter. I'm not spending it. money on that shit. Fuck that. <laughs> no, just no, have your wife do it. Just <sighs> just draw my face with that little heli. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have her do it in crayon, too. That'd be even better. No, I'll give it, I'll give, I'll give that to Hunter. To do, he'll just scribble three lines yeah. and be like, Here it is, done. That'd be perfect. <laughs> oh boy, all right. Uh, flight test forums off the field audio and video production, other than flight test podcast, free forestry podcast, and next to our friends, the FT Community Cast. You know, this Pat Mike, nice, and our uh podcast buddy there, uh, David Hildeflyer, Hildeflyer, yes, David Hill. Uh, let's see here. RCHeliHangouts.com forum under RC Heli Hangouts main section podcast corner. Free for RC podcast sit next to our friends, the RC Heli Hooligans podcast. Walt Ned. Uh, Telerotor podcast. Mike, Mike and Rob. Full Pitch podcast. Jimmy Jones. And then we got BKRC podcast. Bert and Kyle. And High Voltage. High Voltage. Yes, with Bobby Watts. Um, also, other podcast brothers in arms, um, the RC Roundtable. Not sure where they're. I think they just have a website and they're on Facebook. But mm-hmm. definitely give them a listen if you like uh, the planker stuff. What's a spinner? I don't understand that. Maybe uh, equivalent to a planker, but for helicopters. I think so. When you know what I think when I think a spinner. So Eric, correct me if I'm wrong, but. Um, I think of like that rainbow color hat with the propeller up top, <laughs> you know, like the, the kind of yeah. quote unquote dorky or nerdy looking that'll, thing, whatever. That'll work. I, I, I think of that when I think of spinners, not like the hand spinners or any of that stupid shit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks to our listeners. Free our skies. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Goodbye. Bye, Moulton. Damn it, Kevin. <laughs> Where are you? You're supposed to edit this thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, this episode is going to be edited by me and it's going to blow.